Welcome, welcome to Rap Lyrics for Class. My name is Kamala Wahid. I will be your host for today as we analyze and listen to another legendary hit and as we feature an artist who's going to help me uh, analyze, break it down from his perspective, from my perspective, and hopefully all my teachers and students out here, you get something from it. Listen for the jewels. Listen for the knowledge. Um, look for the metaphors, the, the meanings in between the lines, and things that you can use for your personal life as well as for your artistic life. I know there's a bunch of MCs out there, writers, so make sure you you know you're paying attention. You dig in into what uh, we're trying to give you here as far as lessons on rap lyrics. All right, so today we have a guest from one of my favorite cities um out there on the east coast where we are new york new york we have so soon let's welcome so soon to the room like rap lyrics for class what's up so soon what's going on good to be here how's everybody doing i'm well how are you i'm good thanks for asking yes yes so i've been um waiting for this interview I'm like, I, I got to get so so soon because when I'm seeing you online, I'm seeing the colors and I like the music and I, I like the inflictions in your voice. You're changing and, and you're good <laughs> friends with my boy, Shay. You so I'm like, yeah, I got to get those brothers on. And um, I was introduced to you from his single and um, the video that went out on Ram Rock Records. And I was like, okay, these guys are dope. Yes, yes, right down the street too. So I was like, yeah, we definitely gotta get some so soon in here. Cause I know you got some knowledge for our youngsters out there. And I know you've been doing this for a while. How long have you been, you know, spitting? I've been a practicing hip hop artist. Um, I, I start my career at 2000, which was when I entered college at a traditional age. So I'm telling on myself. Um, but I actually been writing lyrics since about 13 or 14, so well over half my life at this point. Okay, and, and age is just a number, man. Age is just a number. It's all about indeed experience indeed. and what you you know you bring to the table. So I'm glad to have you here. So one of my favorite rap groups of all time is Outkast, and I feel some kind of way when when people don't ever mention them when you say who's your top five, even if you, even if you say what's your top five group. I doubt Outkast is going to be mentioned often. You know, you're going to go for your Wu-Tangs and, you know, Onyx and this and this and that. But I, I, I think these guys, and, and that's when I when I thought about you, I thought about Outkast because of the colors and, and, and the way they, you know, have the courage to just step outside the box. You know, it doesn't always have to be about this type of hip-hop, the, the hard life, the street life, and this and that. It's just regular everyday stuff that he says, hmm, okay, I can relate to that. So I'm like, yeah, we gotta pull something out of uh, Outkast, uh, and uh, how, what's your feeling on Outkast? You vibing with them, or you you pick the right person to have the discussion with because okay. um, I'm not I'm not sure if you know, but I co-host an IG live. We're in between seasons right now, but I co-host mm -hmm. an IG live show called The Framework with my good friend uh, Damian Tillman, and basically what we do is we use logic and reason to. Uh, to bring to the barbershop discussions, like who's the best group, who's the uh, best MC, so on and so forth. And so we've already done a framework about the best hip hop groups of all time. And Outkast made 
Wait, was it? No, I don't know if we did groups or albums, but Outcast was either one or two next okay. to Wu Tang. So, and yes. and we use the we use the system. We're not just discussing opinion. Uh -huh. We're using a like a graded system okay. to, um, with attributes to determine you know how, who's gonna rank the best because there's a difference between opinion and mm -hmm. what's really you know happening at the end of the day. And, and then I also just quickly say to you, Camilla, that um, uh, three stacks and another framework we had of. Um, he I, he's made the top amongst the top of the list of um, hip hop artists. Okay. As well. So awesome. yeah. So I'm glad to hear that Outkast found itself in the space uh, with Indeed. you guys. Indeed. was well deserved. <laughs> well deserved. So you know this this um, discussion I want to uh, you know kind of design it around middle school, high school students and kind of give them from our perspective as, as artists who's been doing it and, and you're really doing it you this is your job you know so what are some of the um the challenges um some of your experiences that you could share with them as well as um talking about the writing styles of andre and big boy and what are some of the lessons that these young people can walk away with and then from the teacher's perspective we want to be able to um have the teachers go in and analyze and, and and sometimes you have teachers that's into hip-hop and some of them that are not so we want to make sure both you know perspectives are are well taken care of so um miss jackson one of my favorite it was like one of their biggest hits and i think i mean basically you know we know it's a story about relationships um breaking up and people that kind of get in the business and sometimes they are family members and they either make it worse or better and you know there's there's kids involved and there's you know the new baby mama or the new new daddy and all this kind of stuff involved and this is you know relative to any community not just the hip-hop community because it's every day you're hearing stories about people breaking up getting divorces and 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 you know our children are affected by that but these stories i think they have a place they have a place in hip hop. They have a place in the music industry anyway, because music does teach. Music does teach. So, uh, we want to get right into it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, and I'll just quickly say, I'm mm -hmm. excited to talk about this because I just dropped the project uh, February 12th called Sony Muses, Sony being an acronym for Sound of New York. And it is literally about some of the relationships and situa situationships I've had in my own life from like between high school and my adult years. And so I'm glad you chose me to talk about uh, Miss Jackson by Outkast. Situationships. Entanglements, well <laughs> yeah. <it>, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All Absolutely. Let's right. rock. Like me, 
doing things like having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Me and your daughter got a special thing going on. You say it's puppy love. We say it's full grown. The quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love thing. Together dream about that crib with the good year swing. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day-by-day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some need. Pads. It happened for a reason one can't be mad So know this, know that everything's cool And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Ooh, I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times I'm sorry, Miss Jackson She look at the way you treat me. She a little homegirl that got sent up the creek, G. Without a pad on, you left the straddling right this thing on out. out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my call and I'm out. out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, and be cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song. Let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. That was my shot back in the day. So, <laughs> so we, we 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 know the background story. Um, should share with our our people who might know not know. So, um, Andre dated Erica Badu and had a child and had he, I guess he had a situationship. And uh, Miss Jackson, Erica's Erica's mother, she wasn't uh, happy about how she perceived their relationship to be um and he he expressed himself and he i think he just wanted to tell his side of the story to you know to moms because sometimes when 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 situations are heated 
nobody can hear what anybody's saying so this is just a story that he wrote to mom big boy got on it he came from a whole different perspective that i, I don't think <laughs> erica appreciated but um that's that's the background to the story there but um so soon so just overall what do you think is the overall message or theme because when we write um you know ladies and gentlemen we we talk about themes we talk about concepts what was the theme overall of, of this song yeah I'm, I'm a big i'm big into theme i'm very much a conceptual writer and a storyteller in my own music and this is it's so unique i don't know if anything in hip-hop has been done like this or since it maybe it hasn't i'm just not aware of it but to to kind of present almost like a letter to the mother Mm -hmm. of your former partner, your baby mother, whatever the title is that you share with that or formally shared with that person. I think that's a really genius concept. Um, and you, you kind of touched on it. Um, and when you provided the context coming out of the listening of the song just now, just this notion of being able to share your side, because obviously the parent is going to be biased to their child. Mm -hmm. eight nine times out of ten but you know there's this i always say there's three sides to a story two sides and then just like the unfiltered truth exactly how it happened no bias you know all bias removal i should say and so this idea of them talking to their former partner's parent expressing their side of the situation i think is really brilliant yes yes and 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 as a writer um you know if you're going to be a good writer in my opinion you have to be able to open up and share um, those real relationships and, and, and experiences that you had as a human. You know, this is a human experience. Everybody, everyone falls in love and gets their heart broken. Are you willing to be vulnerable to, you know, the larger audience and share that experience? And I think he uh, was really vulnerable here, vulnerable here because most hip hop artists, you know, is, is, is all, you know, how many, chicks i can get and you know i'm not phased by none of it keep it moving and and that's that but he um you know he put his heart on his sleeve on this one so um can i just chime in on that real sure. quick i think yeah I, I you just hit on another very important point when i think about hip-hop and I've, I've been complicit in this as a younger self I'm, I'm maturing out of this now as a writer and as a as a you know more grown more lived human but I think particularly the role that men have in hip hop is very much an extension of the socialization mm -hmm. of manhood in society and some of the things that are accepted as norms. And I'm thinking particularly around these ways of how we demonstrate emotion or don't demonstrate emotion. Like our emotions, more of, we're socialized to believe that emotions are a bad thing and the only thing we can show is anger and rage and so mm -hmm. then you start to see that in the music and it only paints one narrative mm -hmm. instead of this uh this for example this song that is demonstrating more of a vulnerable space you know what i mean so i, I think that is a, another layer to the conversation that's just really important as well yes 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 and teachers please have those conversations with with your students especially your young men you know about being able to open up it's, it's okay for a man to cry you know so those conversations need to start now in the, in the younger age so when you know they do uh, mature to men it's, it's not a you know a surprise or a big deal it's something you know sneaking up on them you know I've heard this before I know that it's okay to feel so yeah yeah you, you hit an amazing point right there now 
there's so much going on in this song um what we heard was the the video version you know obviously but it's it's so many um metaphors and and feelings and and, and like i think big boy mad about something like <laughs> he's like yeah Dre, i'll get on that with you I'm, I'm i'm ready i already got my verse ready five years ago so he, <laughs> yeah, he got on that right but um so so out of the verses um that you heard can you choose a verse and if you were to explain it to a middle school or high school um student what is the message in that particular verse yeah I um I have some bias in this because I've always said Andre 3000 is one of my top five um, favorite artists. Um, and and you know again just going back to the framework, what we try to do is differentiate between uh, what our favorites are and mm -hmm. what is what it will be when it's all said and done. Whenever we create these frameworks, but Andre 3000 has always been, uh, or for a very long time, been in my top five um, hip hop artists. And so I would go with his verse the. What I really appreciate is the attention to detail. And I think that the mark of any good form of art, whether it be music, visual art, dance, whatever it is, mm. is that attention to detail. And so one of the lines that really stood, stands out to me in this song is when he says, um, King meets queen, then the puppy love thing, together dream about that crib with the Goodyear swing. Like when yeah, you break it down, to, you get those <laughs> visuals, of, like you can mm -hmm. see it. You mm -hmm. get these visuals of like the house that, you know, is like got a little bit of lawn around it and then it's got the tree and it's got the tire swing. Now I've never lived in a house with a tire swing. I've lived in a house twice in my life, but not one with the tire swing, but I've been in houses with tire swings and I've seen a lot of movies right. and TV shows that have depicted that. So that kind of, so not only did he say, he didn't say tire swing and that's the other piece to me that, that I love about it. He said the good year, mm -hmm. that is, to me just a mark of brilliant songwriting right there okay okay so um so what you're saying is that for our students that may be tuning in that making sure that you have vivid descriptive language yep. when you're writing is very important because that's how you that's the buy-in that's the hook right there pull them in make me see see that like you when he's you're right when he said good year i was like okay the, the good year i've seen the commercials and you know the, the guy with the big white tires around him and so mm -hmm. and i see like you said the the movies you see the oak tree so it paints a vivid picture and that's one piece of being a brilliant writer like andre i do agree he's, he's always been one of my favorite um mcs and i was fortunate enough to meet him um when he came to philly and it was like amazing when he had those uh, remember those pants he used to wear the big like furry pants and they were like pink they were like rainbow pants Yep. Yeah, Shabaka, Shabaka rainbow pants, and I was like, yeah, that was that was yep. like, uh, that was a, a great experience. Nice. Um, some other things. What's some other jewels in here? Um, often talk about hooks and, and why it's important to um, make it something very catchy, short, sweet, and it's repeating and it's repeating. What's your uh, perspective on writing good hooks, especially in, in this hook? Why do you think they may have said this and be, be you know repeated it over and over again? Yeah, well, we know, well, for those of us who are from the era, and or whether or not you're from the era, if you've studied Outkast, you understand the progression in, throughout their career. But even from the jump, they always had that funk aesthetic. Mm -hmm. They always had that soul aesthetic. And so it's not shocking that um, uh, Three Stacks, three, Andre 3000 um, chose to like sing the chorus and just mm -hmm. keep it 
really simple and so that I am for real. Like, you know, you got that little sing songy feel yeah. to it, and that's what makes it catchy. It's it's like um hip hop is a fascinating genre musically to me because it is by far um it has the most dense lyrics and, and and for the students who and teachers i mean teachers will get it but for students who are watching this when i say dense i'm talking about like the amount of words that are mm -hmm. in with let's say the average hip-hop verse particularly from like hip-hop from the 90s there were a lot of really dense lyrics um but then you are able to take that and and kind of bring it full circle with the chorus and and make that really catchy and that's what catches you know, that's the, literally the, they call the, the nickname for a chorus mm -hmm. is the hook. And it mm -hmm. is this idea of hooking the listener in so that they will remember, if nothing else, they will definitely remember the chorus when it's done effectively. And so I think that the catchiness right. is, was, was done very well and very intentionally. Yeah. And, and anybody can sing it. You don't have to have a, a you know, Mariah Carey voice to, to, to sing this thing right here. So, um... So you mentioned situationships, right? So, and, and and could you share a personal experience? You don't have to, you know, go too deep. That that's relative um, to the song. How did how do you connect? Because you know, we like songs for different reasons. They remind us. Um, they bring nostalgia. Like, how do you personally connect to Miss Jackson? Without you know, I, I was, going to yeah. I was <laughs> I was I was I was meeting with a I hung out with an old friend from high school. Actually, we were part of um, our both of our first group um, back in high school, uh -huh. um, and we were talking the other day. And I was telling him about one of the songs on the project, um, and it's actually the first song on the project. And it's talking about um, my high school sweetheart. Since we're talking, you know, junior high school and high school students here, uh -huh. and um, the the theme of the song is hurt people, hurt people. And so in the first verse, I'm talking about her ex who coincidentally enough went to uh, the same school as some of my friends that were in the group. Mm -hmm. um, and then he wound up hurting her. The second verse, I talk about how she and I got together. She wound up hurting me. And then the third verse is a very short, like eight bar verse. And I talk about kind of like the trajectory of how the hurt I experienced caused me to kind of uh, hurt women that I dated uh, after that situation, before I started to kind of, you know, be a lot more aware of my mindful, uh, my, my behaviors and so on and so forth. But then the piece about like the parents and so, and so on and so forth. Um, I've always prided myself on being a gentleman. Uh, my mother and my grandmother raised me to be that. And um, I have always tried to be cognizant of building strong relationships, respectful relationships with the parent or parents. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've gotten that far with a, a partner to be able to have the opportunity to meet their parents. And even to this day, my current partner who I've been with for seven years, um, her parents are amazing. Um, they're not together, but they're like best friends. And, and so this whole, you know, these conversations around like when you're with a person, and this is, mm -hmm. I guess this is how I bring it full circle. When you're with a person, I don't care if you're heterosexual, homosexual or otherwise, when you have a partner, it is not if you get to this if you get this far it is not just your responsibility to be the best person possible to that partner but that responsibility begins to extend to the family and yes. the first people you got to go through is usually the parents and so i definitely can relate to this idea of like when situations didn't turn out it's just like the end of a lot of usually not often but it's usually like the end of a lot of like strong bonds and relationships exactly exactly and i'm sure it was it was challenging um 
for Miss Jackson herself <laughs> to, to, you know, like, wow, this song has been written about me. And, you know, it's one of their, their top songs, um, you know, and I was doing some research on it. You know, at, at first she was, she, you know, she didn't like, she wasn't beat. It's like, okay. And then, you know, she, she uh, Erica says she started buying mugs and she had, to, uh, you know, license plate Miss Jackson, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, you're right, though. Everybody's affected. Everybody's affected. And uh, I can't help but to notice your shirt. It's like you wore the shirt for the for this song. Like I'm looking at Mr. You know, you know, Mr. Love and Miss Love right here. You know, I like it. You, I love it. You mentioned, it. You it, mentioned it Philly, so shout out to my <laughs> homie um, Eric, A.K. Uh, well, he has a company called Et Made This. He's an apparel uh, owner himself, and he does graphic design specifically for clothing. And so we collaborated on this. This is the first release of a series that I have called. Um, the Black Puzzle series, and nice. it's this metaphor of life as a puzzle. And so you can't see it from mm -hmm. this angle, but in the background, it's almost on a, like the couple is embracing on the backdrop of a puzzle. And when you okay. buy the apparel, you also, there's a limited edition jigsaw puzzle that comes with it. So it's the same image. Nice. Actually, I, have it right I like here. it. <laughs> so you can actually see it. This is the okay. completed puzzle. I glued it together and everything. So wow. yeah. Okay, and and he's from Philly, huh? What's his name again? Shout him out. His name is his name is Eric Green. He's actually the husband of a colleague of mine from college, and so, okay. um, okay. yeah, yeah. So he 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 held this down. We're actually gonna start working on the next release uh, soon. So all right, so so you hear that, guys? Right? You you know, this this game is is more than just spitting bars. Who's the best MC and who's going to you know make the you know the best metaphor and. You know, you got to branch out. So, you know, I, I see, you You know, you have your apparel going on. You're doing some other things. So make sure you guys are thinking beyond your rap career because rap careers are short. <laughs> but I wanted to point out one one of my um, favorite couple lines in here. It says, me and your daughter got a special thing going on. You say it's puppy love. We say it's full grown. Hope that we feel this, feel this way forever. You can plan a pretty picnic, but you cannot predicted weather and that line right there you can plan a pretty picnic but you can't predict the weather miss jackson that that speaks volumes right there that's a nugget that's a nugget y'all so you know we, we meet people and it's like this is it i'm getting married we're gonna have kids and you know the picket fence the dog you know but things happen life happens and in one way of getting past that pain is to write and to talk about it I mean, I think that's what he did here. This was probably therapy for Andre. Three stacks. I often, I often talk when I've um, worked with young people as a um, teaching artist, right, teaching like hip hop writing. Mm -hmm. That's how I met Shay Face as, okay. a, as a mentor um, and, and worked uh -huh. at an organization that he frequented, an arts, a arts organization, um, a youth-based organization that had arts programming right. amongst us, I should say. Mm -hmm. And um, I talk about writing not just for entertainment state but for the medicinal values of it. it is mm. it can be very therapeutic and um certainly the songs on my current project sony muses many of those songs were a form of writing therapy to kind of process the you know the endings of many relationships and or in situationships entanglements so on and so forth and so i'm i'm definitely not exempt from this idea of writing for therapy's sake and if people can connect then all the better you know but it has to start with your experience and as you mentioned earlier camilla your 
willingness to be vulnerable and your mm-hmm. ability to take those vulnerable experiences and write them in a very descriptive manner. That is what really captivates yes. audience. So yes, yes. So so there you have it, guys. You know, um, we st- we talked about theme. We're talking about content. We're talking about descriptive writing. We're talking about that chorus, that hook, grabbing the people in, something catchy that, that's easy to remember, um, easy to sing. We're talking about being open, on, um, being able to write about you to your audience. So we got a lot of jewels right there. Um, I want to thank So Soon for coming through. And do you have any last words of encouragement to our young people out there that's, that's uh, thriving to be like you? Just do it. It sounds, it, it may sound complicated, but just do it. I was a, a closet writer. Nobody really knew that I wrote until I got to my first group. And even then, like, I, it wasn't until college that my mother realized that I was curious in hip hop and she had questions about it. Fast forward, I've gotten my mom to Paris. That was her first and only time in Europe. I got nice. my mother and my stepfather to Paris because of hip hop. And I'm not going to go into the long story, but I just say, if it's your passion, pursue it because you never know where it will take you. Don't get caught up in doing it for money. That is great. And that is mm-hmm. an ideal space to be in. But if it's your passion, just let it take you and trust the process. And you just, it'll take you to places you didn't even anticipate. You hear a lot of people talk about they had the vision of this and this and this, and that's real. But I'm coming from a different perspective. I wanted to write, I wanted to be an artist, and I didn't envision well over half of the successes that I've experienced. So if it is your passion, let it take you to where it's gonna take you. Amen to that. Thank you, thank you again. Rap Lyrics for Class signing out. Peace. Rap Lyrics for Class. Rap Lyrics for Class. Rap Lyrics for Class. I got the rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. You got it.